Charles, how are you doing today? How's how are we doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm really excited for this space. We're going to cover a lot. Um, also, just to, I'm going to go over some things. I know Zeke has some things to say, but before we start, um, we will have an a, um, a opportunity for questions from the crowd. Please hold your requests until the end. Um, I will not be checking DMs, so please don't DM me. Oh, can you get me up? It's We're going to do at the end, so please feel free to come out at the end. We'll feel free to... We will have everyone speak, but um, yeah. So um, Charles, if you want to get started, I know Zeke actually has. I don't know where Zeke went. Zeke had something to say, but um, until he. All right, let's go. What you said? Yes, okay, I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, I'm gonna try. I don't know where Zeke. Zeke's been going in and out. Anyways, okay, Charles. We'll start. We're rolling. We're rolling. We're rolling. Charles, we got. Yes, the yes. First topic of business. We're going to talk about the NBA Finals. Super excited about that. Um, what are some predictions you have of about uh, this, the the game tonight? Obviously, Denver could capture. Jokic could get his first ring. Give some thoughts about the game tonight. Um, I mean, you know, <laughs> with the Miami and show that that's why they're the best team in the West and the best team in the NBA. Uh, they beat Miami on his court. Uh, you know. And I think that uh, the best players every game made it happen. Uh, when you get two guys to get triple double, I mean, unheard of. I mean, them numbers, you know, 30, 20, 10, 34, 10, and 10. I mean, I can see one guy, but not two guys. But they're showing that the guys on the team accept their roles and know who the best two players are on their team, and they go through them, and they. Uh, Play consistent the night in night out through their two best players and um, and the role players you know came Aaron Gordon during in the second game came up big and uh, and when you can get like I said your best two players still played well and you know they try to the double team Murray but when you get twelve assists that show you that you know you took on the double team and made the, and made a great pass and you know they just I mean you get the coach credit too and he been motivating them every game every second of every day. You know, making people realize that Denver's for real and not getting the credit, but uh, they uh, they went down to Miami and took two games. That was big. I mean, you know, he thought Miami's gonna yes. come home and get one out of the two, but when you lose almost by double figures both games, uh, you know, Miami just like I say, they got a lot of young guys from D League, G League, free agents. I mean, sooner or later, like a horse race, sooner or later, your best horse will always win the race. I agree with that. I. I've been super impressed with how they've played on the road. Um, Jokic and Jamal Murray and even Aaron Gordon have been so impressive. I think that Aaron, even Christian Brown coming off the bench for Denver. Right, oh, yeah, uh, Absolutely amazing. You know, he he's just a rookie and, you know, coming off Kansas. I don't know. But, Zeke, I know you have something to say. What's up? Yes, I completely apologize about tech issues. I had to get out of Twitter three or four <laughs> no times. No worries, dude. It's crazy. No I went to the Matrix three or four times. But um, before we go more into stuff, I just want to give a big thanks to Bo, who just joined us up there. He's part of Wager Score. He absolutely helped us connect with Charles. Um, it's because of him we're, we're able to do this. Uh, Bo, did you want to give a little uh, shout out to Wager Score uh, for, the, for everybody? Yeah, hi, all. Thanks for uh, participating. We just want to. Uh, Say hello from the Wager Score team. Charles works with us and he's a partner, and we've been working on 
developing an app to get the next generation of gamblers to bet smarter and safer. So follow us at the app.wagerscore.com. And toward the end, we'll talk a little bit about Oak Out Hunger and see how you guys can help us Oak Out Hunger later this year. Yes, I'm really excited to talk about Oka because I did, Love my, that I, did my, I did my research on it and it was actually very interesting to learn about um, and the initiatives that go along with. But, Bo, thank you so much for the connection. I really do appreciate it. We love being part of the Knicks community and hopefully, like I said, we're, we're getting used to this and this will be an early start and we'll make this a regular event. But Yes, of yes, course. Sir. We love Let's that. Go. We'll get to tap in at the end so we can talk a little bit more Olcott Hunger. Thanks. I'll leave it up to you guys. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. we will be talking you, about that. Awesome. I did my re- I've been preparing for this space, so I have my questions about Oak uh, Oak Out Hunger. I'll get to the exciting stuff. I'll hang back and then I'll tag <laughs> in there toward the end to give us like the ball. New York Knicks. Thank you. Hey, we're gonna talk about them. Don't <laughs> worry. One one last thing before we get into the fun part. Uh wager wager wire helped us all set this up as well. They have some charts in the Jumbotron. Um, They have gotten their app out to their alpha users. So if you want to become an alpha user, get the app in your hands. Go to wagerwire.com, put in your email. You'll be able to see all of our content in our community. Uh, Really appreciate everybody stopping in. Uh, Now back to Let's Talk Knicks. Go ahead and have some fun. Okay, here we go. So we're going to pick it right back up where we were talking. But, um, Charles, I wanted to get your opinion on – well, some might call him uh, Himmy Butler – Jimmy Butler, this NBA Finals, in my opinion, has a little bit. Obviously, he crushed the Knicks. Uh, so did Bam out of bio. But can you give some thoughts on uh, Jimmy Butler and what you thought of him so far throughout the NBA Finals? Um, I mean, I think that uh, any team looking for someone who can bring the guys together, organization, believe in, and put them on the court, put pieces around them, and you beat Milwaukee. Then you beat the Knicks, and then you beat Boston. For the ball, they beat Boston, yeah, right? They, they beat um, they beat Milwaukee, Knicks, and then the Knicks, and then Boston. Then and Boston. Boston. And yep. So now you beat the team with, you know, with basically won a championship two or three years ago in Milwaukee. New teams, the Knicks is on the rise. You know, Bronson had a great year. He showed it, you know, in the closeout game six. I think he had 40-something. And then you could turn around and beat Boston, who was favored, with me, you know, to win the East or go to back to the finals. Um, you guys just have to give him a lot of credit for holding them guys together. You know, like I said, got a lot of guys from the, you know, like the G League, undrafted, Pat Riley's style of putting teams together, um, like he did with the Knicks. And But only thing, you know, like I said, got them to the finals. We got to the finals in New York. You know? Yeah. So Jimmy Butler been this is second okay, time to so. the finals. This is second time in the finals in four years. Uh so now they gotta realize that, you know, we got Butler. I know um a couple guys been banged up for Miami, but if Miami had another good piece with for scoring, take some pressure off of you know, uh Butler. They did that in the first three rounds, but this round is a different round. Jim are just big. They big, athletic. They got great scores, high field goal percentage. You know, when you got your best two scores shooting over fifty percent every night, it's, it's gonna be tough to beat. You know, and the best and your and your point center getting triple doubles, and Murray getting double 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 with assists. And, you know, with with points and um, assists, that's tough to beat. You know, once when a team sweep LA, you know they gotta be tough. LA yeah, got so too hot. LA got the... too. Good. 
Oh, some say that the Lakers and the Lakers and the um, Lakers Denver was like the real NBA Finals. I don't believe that, but I don't know. Uh, I I do. You really? wear plan. <laughs> well, you look for the eye candy. You got LeBron AD. You got Joker. This guy, two-time MVP. You got Murray. You know, her tore his leg up in the bubble in the last couple of years and bounced back. And uh, and a level that no one probably never expect. But uh. He he rolled to the Cajun in different series against L.A. You know, thirty some in the first half and da da da. And you know, Joker for them played well, but he did. But see, like neither one of them played bad. All, one one other one always played well. So if you get both of them playing bad, you might can beat them. But my thing with Miami, they might have to go back until let Joker for get forty some, and then you know, most of the time he get forty some, they lose or something like that, and lock everybody else down. Yeah, I I don't think they were talking a little bit about this on the app today on Twitter that there's no one person that can defend Jokic. Um, he's just a one of a kind player. Um, do you see back when you were playing and now comparison to Jokic? Is there a player that you know maybe sticks out to you that could be like Jokic, or you know is Jokic just a one one like a unicorn? Kind unicorn, of unicorn. <laughs> well, I mean, I hate to go back in the different eras, this era and that. It's a fight always about when we talk about this new and, the, and we the old school. I mean, I don't think Jokic would be doing what he's doing now back in the eighties, nineties. I mean, not to knock his skill of what he's doing now. It's just different ball game. So we gotta give him his flowers now. I can't put him back in the eighties, nineties. Charles just playing you- that way. Can you speak but, to like exactly why? I mean, I I understand why you're saying that, but well, can you speak to was, what it, the difference is why he wouldn't be able to do? First of all, you wouldn't have a seven footer outside the paint. He at the three point line. Joey B at the three point line. It's it's working out for Denver, but not Philly. And I think all around he's better than Joey B because of what he do. You know, like other night you watching one night he didn't take a shot in the first quarter, still ended up with triple double. You know. The game, and he is the game, the way the game played now because, like I say, he's unstoppable. He got soft hands. He can shoot the three. He passed like a point guard, like LeBron or Magic. So it's just, I mean, and I think, you know, back in the older days, we would find a way to defend him a little more because, you know, being the paint, you know, double team him, we would make, you know, he wouldn't be outside shooting jumpers like that. But, it, like, you got to give it to him, like I say. What he's doing is incredible. And everybody's starting to talk now. What he ranked with for as a center in the game? I mean, hey, ain't no top center five I heard already. I think I heard top five. Denver does not get enough recognition in the national media because some say they're not exciting, quote unquote, enough. I disagree with that. Exciting I enough? I mean, yeah, we, you, that's you, 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 you got the best record. You got the best record. My thing is, you know why? Denver ain't getting none um, respect around the league, and it's about it's about revenue. It's, mm-hmm. LA go, LA gonna be on TV if they was uh, uh, nineteen and sixty three. They gonna be on. They run. They run the West Coast late night game. If you look at their schedule, LA gonna have at least have thirty five games on TV, some kind of way, one shape or another. In the East Coast, I mean, you are gonna have the Boston. Uh, you know, the Knicks are on the rise, but Boston to Philly. Hey. Uh, but I mean, after, if they win the championship, they, they don't have the crowd no more. I wouldn't even worry about mm-hmm. being on TV. You you winning, you get they getting big contracts. I mean, <laughs> hey, everybody's everybody see you now. I mean, my thing right. is just when you win, just keep winning. You keep winning, 
They can have something to talk about. They they have to put you on TV. Yeah, Yeah, they come. Teams like LA and New York and you know now Luca and Dallas and you got some other big market teams that will always be on national television. But um, the game is tonight, eight thirty on ABC. Um, Charles, do you think that Denver is going to win? Um, I hate to say it, but they ain't won the last two, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and they ain't won the last two on the road. I mean, sometimes you get come home and get complacent. You know, I think Miami might have done that. You know, get home. Or, you know, it's not an automatic win, though. You're going to get home, got to get the tickets, the people calling. I want to see you, you know, all that going to happen. But I think um, Brendan, uh, Brendan Malone been doing a great job with them guys for, you know, mm-hmm. trying to groom them and tell them what to expect, you know, how to handle it when it comes to you. So I think they're going to be really prepared. Um, I know game two, they let it slip out. But like I say, you know, Miami Miami was hot from the threes. They haven't been hot since that since. So I hope I think that um I think Denver gonna you know, they're gonna they're gonna pound them. Miami can't handle the pound. They small. So Denver's got advantage. Uh like I say, you got one of the best point center in the game. You got one of the best shooter point guard in the game. So it's gonna they're gonna be tough to beat. I think that Miami, as as soon you know, Jimmy Butler throughout the playoffs has been as cool as a cucumber, confident and understanding yeah. of just you know we're gonna go in there, we're gonna win. I'm not worried, blah blah blah. You know, there's constant quotes coming on about him, but I think that, in my opinion, I think Denver's. I think Denver's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I'm, I took Denver in five beginning the series. I'm still taking Denver in five. I think yeah. they're gonna close it out. That's the, that. Um, Colorado's gonna be rocking tonight. In my opinion. The boy's gonna be. Cooler than a polar bear toenail. I'll tell you that, man. That, hey, that team. Okay. Well, cooler than a polar bear toenail. I thought <laughs> if Miami had the same push they had last, I think Boston drained them. And they, Boston took, they, they took a lot out of them. And Charles, like did said, they overachieve, though? Like, do you feel like – and no knock. Absolutely. I, I'm not trying to knock them at all. But do you feel like Miami overachieved a little bit? I mean, I'm not saying nobody overachieved. And, and look at the NCAA. Right, right. Year. Right, yeah, I mean, you got to get to you got to play the game to win the game. Absolutely, so I don't believe in all this overachieve and this and that. Hey, that means they got a better coach. They were better prepared, and that's what a lot is in day in the NBA. Is you got to get some guys willing to, to sacrifice, willing to do what it takes to win. A lot of these guys all about numbers now. And when you get guys all about numbers, do you see where they go? They go first round of playoff homes. So they ain't get past second round because. They not accepting a role. You can't have five guys looking at the rim. Somebody got and and, and you look at Denver. Denver put the team together. They went to guy Caldwell Pope. I mean, what did he do? He said it's a wing defender can check two or three position. And you know they and Gordon. I mean, he's not a great. I mean, he, he was great in uh, okay I mean, in Orlando, but since he got there, it seemed like he, he accepted role more. He was you know because he was the first round pick. He got a big contract, so okay, they put the ball in the hand. So now you go to Denver. They got two guys who you know is great with the ball in the hand. So now you got to sit back and ride your horse. You know, you the thirty fiddle now. So it seemed like he accepted. Some nights he get going, some nights he don't. But I like seem like he accepted his role, and that's the most important thing. Can you accept your role, especially when you win it? If you're losing, you might be a little frustrated. Well, let me, I can do more. But no, when you got two guys like that, and they showed this year. Consistently, even at the end of the season, they played a little, they, you know, got a little funk. But the, I was listening to the coach. He was telling, you know what, 
you know, we got to get our heads up. We, the playoff ball coming. We want to be going to playoff on a little run. You don't want to be going to playoff. People gonna say, well, second guess you. And that's what they got. They got a lot of second guess because I think in the season they was 500 last 10 games or something like that. So you guys just know what you got. But Denver, I mean, they put the team together. When they got I, Brown I from New Jersey. KCP when he left. KCP when he left. Oh, uh, huge blow. Huge. When he LA should, LA, LA should never get rid of him. LA should never get rid of him. Yep. Terrible trade. Terrible trade. True. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to knock, you know, my, my brother's a, a Lakers fan. He was very excited. I was like, bro, you guys traded excited? KCP, bro. Like, like, that's your shooter. You need shooters to no, win championships. No, not just shooter. He's a wing guy. He can guard two or three positions and he bring energy. Absolutely. And he yeah. don't need shots. See, the thing with LA is, like Russell, Russell is—I mean, it's a bad. It's like a boxing match with Russell. Russell's a guy need attempts. He's not a defender. He's not this and that. So if he he on the court is not scoring, you might want to take him off the court. And that's what they did. See, when he, when he was in Minnesota, they played him anyway. Yeah. We're gonna, uh, Excuse me. God all bless good, you. All good. We're gonna transition to what everyone wants me to talk about with you. Mm-hmm. Nick's talk, Charles, your favorite topic of everything. But um, <laughs> my first question is, um, you were known on the Bulls as a team enforcer and protected people such as young Michael Jordan from trouble. Do you see anyone on the team that on the Knicks that could provide that? Obviously, there's been a lot of talk about, is Julius Randle a leader on this team? And when you were on the um, – on the Bulls, you you were that kind of person. Do you think that Julius Randle has those qualities to become that type of leader that you kind of displayed? You don't just become a leader. You got to have it into you when you come into the league. You got to let people fit, know around you. They can see it. You, you, you see leadership in God, the consistency, not just on the basketball court, not just getting 20 points, 10 rebounds, whatever, this and that. Leadership is when you're in practice, when you're on the team bus, when you're around people. Speaking up for your teammates, hold other guys accountable, practice late, early, stand, see if they get their work in. I mean, all that comes to leadership. Leadership is a lot of responsibility. Guys, a lot of people think leadership responsibility is just going. No, it's not. So I, I think Brunson has shown that he can lead. If you just look at him, how he played from Villanova to Dallas to New York, you can look at him. You ain't got to search and say, is Brunson a leader? You watch him play four or five times, you're going to know he's a leader. Quiet. I think Brunson is a leader. I think he will be the franchise point guard for at least five to six years. But what are your thoughts on um, Julius Randle? You know, he definitely is a polarizing topic in the Knicks community. A lot of people either trade him, other people still believe in him. Obviously, he has not been able to provide in the playoffs for the Knicks. What have you seen from Julius Randle that is either encouraging or maybe some things he can work on? I mean, it, it, I mean – in the playoff, I think a lot of things change. You, you got to elevate your game, and that's what everybody – you look at them as best two playoffs. They elevate their game in the playoff. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a lot to come to coaching. You uh, change things in the playoff a way that, you know, that, you know, you got you got three scores. You got three left-handed scores. I mean, this ain't pitching. This ain't baseball. You need three lefties. But uh, you got three lefties out there, and – you know, they pay him the money, so a lot of guys think they figure they they the highest paid on the team, the ball should come through them. Uh sometimes if you look at Ann Gore, he he'll step the role. I don't know. I know Julius probably better all skill for offensive wise, but 
Oh, well, Aaron Gordon might be better. Who, who would you take, Aaron well, Gordon or Julius Randle? I'm yes. taking Aaron Gordon. I'm, I'm taking Julius Randle. I know everybody's going to laugh and be like, Stan, you're stupid. But no, no, hey, no, Stan. <laughs> no, nah, hey, man. Hey, it, like, it, 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 I mean, Oak, it, you, you know. know I, you know what the next the, you know problem is now since they got Brunson? What? Who's going to be your second option? Exactly. Right. They are our Julius Randle. And, and, and Oak, the problem is, and, and everybody laughed and was like, Stan, you're stupid. Everybody will agree on this. Julius Randle. And the reason why you said you'd rather have Gordon is because Julius Randle's really a fourth option. We're really supposed to seek R.J. Barrett be the second option. He's supposed to ascend. And then we're supposed to build another guy where it's like, hey, Randle, this guy is the third option. You need to understand this and know your role. And we've seen him, uh, albeit, you know, small sizes. Right, it's small sample size. We've seen him have the ability to play good defense. So don't tell me you cannot play good defense. You can. Your 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 role as a scorer diminishes a bit, even though you're a bully. Right, you're the 15 best player by NBA standards. They told you that. Right, he made All Star team. Right, right? they told right. you that. So we're not really comparing Aaron Gordon, right, the player. Julius Randle, the player. We're comparing Aaron Gordon, his role, to Julius Randle's role. Julius Randle's role on the New York Knicks, and this is not... Actually, it is my assessment. <laughs> this is my assessment. I think the reason I take Aaron Gordon over Julius Randle is The little things. He do the little things exactly. better. That's what yeah. I'm about to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I'm about to say. Julius doesn't right. do the little things that Aaron Gordon is willing to do. When right. You know playing. what? But you know what? That's what a lot of scores get caught up in. And then you look at LeBron taking charges. You look at Dwayne mm-hmm. Wade taking charges when they played. It wasn't about, oh, I'm the first option, second option. You do what the game calls for at that time. You ain't too cute. Take a charge. Die for a ball. Mm-hmm. You see the LeBron and them guys. But I, I, that's why well, NBA get me so like these guys. Out. I'm not that type of player. No, do if you want to win, you're gonna be one to take the win. That's what you okay. should be saying. If I get I, 25 and take three charges, I had to do that because the game calls for that. See, these guys don't want to do that other stuff. I'm no. I gotta get my 25 and that's it. They got one way players. And then you always talk about we're not moving the needle. No, you got to do the little things to move the needle. They ain't always getting 30 points. Oakley, speaking of the little things, right? A lot of people have talked about Jalen Brunson's defense. Do you consider the little things as far as him leading the league in charges, or I believe if he wasn't leading second, are those little things that could also, yes, it's not defensively, but you're absolutely changing the defense, like you're getting the ball. It's a turnover now. Is that well, fair or just like what, what would you assess to that? Or is it a lot of guys complain? We had, uh, what was it, Celtics fans, uh, uh, not Celtics fans, players were complaining about it. Um, I guess because it was three, three or one of us. The charging, just the whole charging, like, oh, he put his head down, he take a charge. Is that something where you would give him as far as the, the little things talking about Jalen Brunson? And would you add that to no, it's Jaylen not Brunson. defense, but a lot of people – down on his defense. You know, uh, for the Knicks, right? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I have no problem with his game. I mean, my thing is, he played hard all year. He took a lot of charges. He put it, you know, he put it, he put his body on the line. And and I think that uh, I don't see too many other guys on the Knicks uh, 
what's the, uh, the trade they made from Portland? Josh Hart. Um, Josh Hart. Josh yeah. Hart. Both of them played for right in college. They got the same mentality. They play. They play smart. They understand. I think them the probably the best two guys on the team IQ. So, and another thing, what makes Nick so play so good this year? They don't want to probably give him his credit. Is Robinson. Yup. Second shot. Yes. <laughs> protecting the rim. He want to score more. That's the only thing. He just all you gotta do is because he want to play. My thing right. is you. They they want to spread the floor no more. No, you gotta play a guy like that because he can. He gonna help all them guys who can't play defense, and he gonna at least give a chance to block shot a guy who comes to the rim. He gonna try to defend them some kind of way. So, I think that he should have played a lot more because he killed Cleveland uh, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, he just he, Cleveland two big guys. I don't know. They gonna have to really make a move. One of them gotta go. Or both towers. of them. Twin towers. No, little towers. I mean, you know, little, <laughs> <laughs> little, little twin towers. But no, Man. but the, but the Knicks, like I said, they they got to – I mean, my thing is, you got three guys, all of them need the ball, and you look at Miami, they got one guy don't want the ball and still in the finals. Think about that. Butler's not a ball hog. Mm-hmm. The game come to him. We know. Sometimes, you know, the Knicks guys, sometimes, you know, yeah, they do a lot of coming back, this and that. I mean, like I said, you know, they had a – they was fifth seed. They beat the – you know, beat the Cavs. But, you know, three year, two years ago, Atlanta beat them, and they were the fourth seed. So, we'll see what happens this year. This is a rubber match this year, this year. If they can come back and win about 52, 55 games, get a home seed, you know, and go from there. Yeah. Um Definitely. I think they need another year with Hart. I think he really, in the starting line of Brunson, that's that's going to be a good two guys, one two punch. You think, think both guys Hart's start? Be back. I think that Hart's going to be resigned to at least a four year right, contract. Sure. He calls. Oh, they, he's, 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 he's worth at least twenty five a year. I don't care what they. Twenty five a oh. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, I, I love you, wow. Oakley, but Josh Hart ain't getting twenty five a year. Yeah. If he's okay. getting twenty five a year, it's not going to be on the New York Nets. I love you, Charles. I love you, Alex. It, 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 it ain't just getting 25 a year. It ain't just getting 25 a year. It's what he brings to the team. I keep trying to say, it's not about the money. Look at some of these guys making 30, 40 million. They don't, no, they don't deserve it. You see it. You see every night on the You're court. Right. He making plays. Sometimes, hey, he making plays like charges, loose balls, second shots. Yeah, it might not be worth 25 to uh, some people, but it's 25 to him because he – he put his body on the line. A lot of them guys don't put their bodies on the line every night. He, I mean, you can say that to the CBA, the Knicks don't yeah, have the cap right. space to give him $25 million. Well, I don't think, it's I don't think any NBA team gives them $25 million a year. Oh, I mean, that's – Charles is going to be in our front office. Give Charles I mean, if, if Charles if, is if right. If, him, if they don't sign then, me for 20, 20, 23 to 25, I, I'm You going leaving. to China? You out? You going to China? You you taking a China? Look, I ain't saying going to China, but they, <laughs> if they don't resign him, they won't. They won't be. They'll be a five hundred team next year. Wow, wow, that's that's powerful. But you know what? I mean, that trade. I mean, we all saw it, and a lot of people were really upset about it, especially you know next quarter. You know, a lot of because I mean, why. okay, yeah. You so, you want to take Charles, the Florida? The, the Josh Hart trade went down. Obviously, we're very glued to this. This. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta watch him ever, ever since from college, L.A., New Orleans, Portland. He always played with in the team, no matter it's, if it was win or losing. He never changed his style. You yeah, gotta, it's not you that need, he's not a that's, great that's player. That's the kind of guys you need. 
we had this player called um, named Cameron Reddish, right? It has nothing to do with Cam Reddish. So I'm it really does. Getting to my point, one second. <laughs> you don't have to bring up Cam Reddish in this space. I don't bring him up because so you know what his problem was. Tib know what? Tib didn't give him a chance though. Tib okay. He did. He don't, he don't like right. playing young guys anyway. But if you don't do you know Tib. I think that kid got a lot of talent. He just ain't getting a break to play. Atlanta didn't play in Portland didn't play in New York didn't play in. I think the kid, somebody going to get him maybe this year or next year. I don't know where he's going to be at. He's a solid because he can play D. He's in score. But when you get on a team where everybody else just shoot, 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 sometimes you want to shoot, shoot, shoot too. So he may be, need to be with a team that I need a wing. He's a good wing guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, he got some jaw heart, but sometimes he get into it. I need my shot. Sometimes guys play like that. I got to take this shot. The ball might not come back to me. So, I mean, I think – a young talent. Somebody need to get him and, and, and know how to work with players. Yeah. That's what it is. You got to know how to work with players like that because this kid's got a lot of talent and it's going out the wayside too because he might get another year so he might be out of the league because but he got That's the talent. A lot of people are upset. I'll give the short answer. A lot of people are upset because basically the Knicks gave away two first-round picks for Josh yes. Um The first one coming now, it's in this year's draft. It's number 23. And they also, in the Atlanta trade, Gave up um, a first round pick, which was protected. But you know, Gigi Jackson's uh, Gigi Jackson's mocked the twenty third. So that's what you I'm know, saying. Char- what- Gigi actually liked one of the tweets and then took it away, and I'm like, oh, I see you, I see you like it tweets. I don't know. And no, I mean, that's why- I- off. No, that's why I would say heart is worth the money. If you're gonna give away two first round picks for a guy, he got value. He have a lot of value, and his game. It might not show great in the stack book, but when you win, it's going to show. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, you, you know, we got a guy, State, you know, State from, you know, he, he's always talking about guys don't do not watch basketball. They're watching box scores. And it's absolutely right. Guys want to contribute to the conversation by, oh, I, I saw his box score. And I'm, no, you didn't watch the game, clearly, because if you did, you would know his impact. Which shout out to quickly he's he's been a box score uh, a, a liar for a long time because people try to say oh quickly didn't have a great game did you watch the game okay but you know what that's why I get the game from the box score now I don't have to watch the game I know the players I don't have to there watch games I can look at the box score and tell who made a difference in the game that's how I judge the game now oh yeah only time I watch the game unless it's a big time game it's hard to watch I can't watch for a quarter I watch three or two if I'm watching. But I cannot sit there and watch four quarter basketball no more. Yeah, fortunately we're it's hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, fortunately we're uh this is our drug the New York Knicks and we're we, we consume way too much. We're all addicts. Uh we consume it more than coffee, uh <laughs> more than you know, saying I love you to our wives or spouses. <laughs> you know, whatever it's it is way too much. But I mean, this is this is why we're here. You know, all you know, crazy New York fans, and uh that's what the part of being a fanatic. Uh, so yeah, we absolutely gonna watch all the games. Sometimes twice, sometimes thrice. <laughs> we... I, got, I got a I got a question for y'all. Yep. Yeah. Are they gonna trade Mitchell Robinson or what? Oh yeah. God, here we go. Oh God, I am in favor. I think in the new NBA, Charles, I think you have to have one through five that can shoot behind the, the three point line, and I think Mitchell doesn't have. A offensive game. That's just a fact. He just no. he, he does not. 
He made one move against the Miami Heat, and it didn't even graze rim. Obviously, he has the free throw troubles, as does every center, basically, in the NBA. But I would look to explore trades, but I think that, look, they did sign him to a contract extension. It is a movable contract, but at the same time, if you're moving to more a transition of a one through five, every single person on the floor can shoot a three and space the floor more, which Isaiah Hartenstein gives um, off the bench, I... I'm in favor of looking for trades, but only to get the correct value back. What's, what can you get and put there and be a factor? He blocking shots, rebounds, this and that. My thing is, involved in a larger if, if, if you look at L.A. won the championship three, four years ago, look at the two centers they had. Jamal yeah. McGee, right. Dwight yeah. Howard. Yeah. They didn't. They won the three-point shooters. They play them. See, my thing is, you got to in and out, you know, offense, defense. You know, I ain't saying the whole game, but – you, you got to get – it ain't – I think the problem is not him. You got to get your one, two, three, four together. Because he just – I mean, that everybody can't be a score. That's what I'm saying. That's the next problem. Because everybody who come in quickly, he looking at the rim. Everybody – I mean, they just – guys, nobody just come in being shut down. Hard, you know, he in the lineup. But they don't have that. You need a one, two, four, complement one another. That's what Denver got. You know, they got some comp- – Powell, he, he complement – and Gordon, he'll compliment player. And you look at the, you look at uh, Murray, Jokova, and uh, who's that? Um, and Porter, Porter, Porter might well be like uh, Caldwell. He, he just shoot threes. I mean, I ain't like, he not efficient. He's just a big body. You your one or two forward player right Mitchell is great for your team. Hey, no, Charlie, I think we all Charlie, love. Stand okay. real, real quick interjection. Uh, there yeah, are a yeah. lot of requests. We will let uh, some people come up and ask a question. Uh, just giving uh, some updates in the uh, jumbotron. There are some uh, tweets from at at wagerscored um, where you can see what they're about. We also have a space about betting education coming up at seven o'clock for wagers wire. Um, you know, definitely jump in, give a retweet. Uh, there are some tweets up there that you can definitely share around, and definitely just uh, as appreciation for helping out, give Charles. Uh, talking to us. So uh, back to y'all. Uh, thank you. Absolutely. Shout out to Wager Wire. Uh, but Charles, we um, you, you mentioned how Josh Hart is kind of like, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you kind of say he's like the second best player on the team. I, I thought that's what I heard something to a certain extent. And, and he got a lot of value. He might not, he might say, he might not be getting 20 points or whatever, right. like JR and uh, Judas, but he's a lot of value. Charles, talk can... to us. No, go ahead. Finish your No, dust. I was saying you can trade him and get a top five pick. That's how much value he got. That's how you feel, Charles? Yes. We trade him for I would love that. Pick. I don't think See? we can get that in today's NBA climate. I don't think we could yeah. trade Julius Randle and get a top five pick. Um, oh, yes, but I would yes, absolutely yes, love it. Hey, the top um, five pick, hey, none of them guaranteed. Maybe one pick out of every year is guaranteed. One yeah, out, of with the, out of 32. With the new CBA, you know, we're just – it's I mean, as as you were alluding to earlier, like it it makes it really difficult, you know, um, look, in a perfect world, we're not going to we I don't know if we have that time to I mean, we'll have another space. Probably the, the next space we have with you, we'll, we'll talk about uh, building the Knicks. So it'll be summertime. We'll probably have some moves made and then we'll we'll just touch those subjects. But it's talk to me about R.J. Barrett. How do you feel about our young boy, the most beloved New York Nick? Aside from Jalen Brunson, our homegrown RJ Barrett. Right. How do you feel about him? I mean, they got to decide who the ball. You got three guys need the ball. 
and I know that, I know last year was their first year playing together. I was saying you got to bring this team back and see. You know, this team, like I said, if you beat Miami, you could be in the finals. So it's just one of them things. Um, they beat Boston. I mean, they they own Boston this year. So if they should they should I, they should have beat Miami, and we we wouldn't be having this conversation. What what is RJ or what is what is Hart? What is Julius? What is uh you know? We wouldn't be having none of these conversations. They'd be in the finals. We'd be like, oh, can they be two? Can they come back again? So now everything go out the window because you didn't win. You should have won. I mean, but you got to play the game to win. And that's what Miami do. They play the game and they win games. Uh, but RJ, I mean, you know, just going on his, what, fifth year? So this will be a telling point. Uh, is he an all-star? We got to wait and see. He haven't made it yet in five years. Uh, Jews made it twice in New York. Been in the league what eight years. Um, Bronson could have been all star. Got you got you know. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. They got they got to get it together. Them three guys got to get together. They got to go out have some tea and coffee and talk about it. Like, hey, can we accept our role? Who who is our number one guy? So who is Bronson number one or Julius number one? RJ is definitely Brunson. number one. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah, Brunson. it's definitely Brunson. But the bigger okay. question is. Is should or I guess I mean because Julius clearly is, but should RJ be in your opinion? Yes, he's twenty two, and we had Jimmy Butler in a grin. You know, just just off of age, right? I'm not comparing them other than that. Jimmy Butler came into the league at twenty two years old, right? So we have a RJ Barrett at twenty two, right? That has this experience. It's already averaging twenty points. Do you put any stock into that, or are you just like oh, I don't care about it? He's twenty two. That experience in the NBA. Doesn't matter as much or should matter more the fact that Jimmy Butler, by the time he was killing it, uh, he was 26 years old. Um, and, you know, RJ's 22, but it's, you know, so as far as just the outlook on the New York Knicks and the RJ Barrett and his trajectory, and he's, yes, he's been in the league five years, well, coming into this season, what are your thoughts as far as like how can he, what's his ceiling? Like, I don't what's know. your assessment of him? I don't know. Still, that's fair. That's, that's a not, very fair he's, answer. He's not Jimmy Butler. Uh, he's a left-handed. Um, I guess they got three left hands on the team. But uh, I, I mean, it's, it's we just have to give them another year together. It's hard to just trying to throw anybody on the bus. But they gonna have to get together and set the bros. Because, like I say, you know, the Knicks fans they they look at they want to win. They looking for guys to come out there and compete. Um, you know, not just get to the second round every year. They want to go further. You know, I experienced that. Um, never had a problem with fans, but, you know, when you play hard and do what you're supposed to do, they're going to always judge you. But you do your job, you know, I think that. Uh, but Julius Randle and RJ, they going to have to say third, what, what, one, two, three, fourth year together, right, right. coming up. Right. Yep. And, um, they should be they should be clicking more. They should be you know clicking a little like Jokovic and uh, Murray, you know. But they, I know they run a different type of offense. Is and, there a um, fit there? Do you feel like it's the wrong fit? Like I think they you know, they, if you got two good wing guys, you know they wing guys. Just I don't know, but the, you got two good wing guys, but your point guard your best player, so some don't match this. I mean, who who's the next best? So I guess Julius is the, uh, is he the second option. The RJ. That's a right now. Yeah, I don't think that RJ is able to fully rise to his potential because of Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson playing ahead of him. Because when he is given the ball, 
you know, we missed some layups, this and that, whatever. But he was he. We wouldn't have got, the Knicks wouldn't have gone now to the first round without RJ Barrett. That's a fact. Well, my thing is, it ain't about riding to his potential. Like I said, can you accept your role? It's all about accepting your role. If them two is gonna be the ball dominant, you know, with the ball, he got to accept his role like Aaron Gordon. Mm. Unless you, you were we talking about RJ or Randall here? Uh, it's RJ. It's, who, who team is it? You got this guy, two all star, and this guy got you know what eighty percent of a max contract. Julius Randle. So basically, by contract, by all star, it's his team. Mm. So I mean, in fairness to RJ, I mean, I think he's shown just in these playoffs alone. I mean, like you can count on RJ again, as Charlotte alluded to earlier. We're not in the second round. We, we can count on them. They only went to the second round. I mean. Right, count on seen... get to the count on and get to the East Coast Finals. That's count on something. Get, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, it takes a lot of different. I mean, like the storylines of the NBA is if you if we really break down all the storylines, we can have a lot of fun because each time yeah. you break down the storylines, there's I don't want to say people are getting lucky, but there's luck. There's a lot of factors that play in. Right. If you get a healthy Giannis, if you have a healthy this, if you have a healthy that, this guy gets injured. Now, granted, this happens for the rest of the NBA, so everybody's dealing with it, right? NFL too. People don't talk about it as much, right? Especially in NFL. Ba- ba- hey, Boston didn't have nobody hurt. There you go. There you go. So you can I'm speak down though, on storylines. You, you went always to Milwaukee. Giannis yep. missed thirteen free throws in in a, in a court in a game. Now you you shouldn't even be in the playoff. You're gonna miss thirteen free throws in a game. I don't care how good you are. You said these, these coaches, and I be hearing Jeff and Gunn and, and Mark. And that's why I can't watch and listen to these guys. So when, uh, when Jeff was the coach, he whined, he cried all the time. And now he on TV. He, he, I mean, like, man, Jeff, tell the truth. <laughs> you know, they, they joke around. All these guys on these TV shows, TNT, Barker, Shaq, they all, they all actors now. They can't tell you the game, how the game supposed to be. Because because the playoffs, they got to hype the playoffs even though they don't play well. Yeah, they don't, uh, they don't shout out to everybody that. in the queue. We we got we see the queue. We're about to bring people up in a second. Shout out to Brutus, <laughs> Rells, yeah, uh, Vince from Florida, uh, no, Ari from Manhattan, Charles, and Charles, you, I, bring you guys up you and I can't watch. I can't watch TNT. I just can't. I, I really it's, it's, cannot. Yeah, it's a clown show. I don't care. I hope they listen. <laughs> it's a it's a clown show. I mean, they, I mean, they always want to—they always want to pick one guy and break him down. But come on, be real, man. Call the game like y'all supposed to call it. They can't, the they, can't, they can't call the game like they see it. They got to call it. They got to sell it for the <laughs> and I mean, you know, to all the big uh, uh, sponsors and all that. Right. They got to make it. They got to put ice cream on the cake. They can't just have cake. They gonna put ice cream on it. Do you so want to be entertained? I feel huh? like that's that's the thing. It's like, do you want to be entertained? A lot of times in no. content creation, period, they're hiring the entertainers. They're not necessarily – look, I could get an intern to give me some stats, and I read them out on air, but right. I probably have the better you know, voice right. or you know who I am. Like, I'm going to entertain you. I'm going to say something stupid. I'm going to say – you know, or not stupid. I don't want to say – but comical or something You're like right. that. That's what right? they're so going to they gotta yeah. put on stunts. They gotta put on stunts. I never seen guys talk about the game and then you gotta do a stunt. Every break, every other break, they gotta do a stunt. I mean, it's, I guess the, the numbers is up. So, 
It's more like a clown show to me. Nah, I mean, and clown shows are entertaining, though. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. but I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, it becomes like who can entertain whom, and you know, we're all here for it. You know, like this is why we have these conversations because oh, that was stupid, and you know, and and they know these things. They know I'm gonna say this. This is crazy. They're gonna talk on Twitter. I'm gonna talk about the Knicks because Knicks for clicks, and you know, everybody's gonna go crazy. You know, so uh, yeah, well. I guess I get the right people on TV, but like I say, <laughs> it, it ain't like when you play the game. When you play, and you, it's that's why I be telling guys like when you play or when you coach the game, you your mindset was a whole totally different than what you said on TV. That's why I can't watch it. It's a, it's all like a, you know, it's a scandal, really. <laughs> they're not telling they're not telling the truth. The bigger word It's not telling the truth. They just trying to engage people. You know, because they got to put these stunts on, what they going to say about somebody. You know, just talk about what happened in the game. The guy can't play. You know, they don't bring that up. Da, 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 this and that. They bring it up, but you bring it up in a way that uh, it got to be funny. Of course, it's an right. entertainment. It's all about entertaining and getting sponsors and, you know, a reaction. And But, you know, you know so bad, I think the NBA would sell out a player just to get a rapper, get an actor. You know, it's just I, you know, like all, all. Look, all, I'm gonna tell you the story. I'm gonna tell no more stories. So, all star in Cleveland. No, we want to hear the stories. Absolutely, no, we, we need get the stories. stories. All the no, stories. No, all star. All star in Cleveland two years ago, right? Right. So I'm from Cleveland, right? I played in the league 19 years. Everybody in the NBA knew I'm from Cleveland. I'm playing in the league. I come. I called the NBA eight months in advance. I'm doing a weekend in Cleveland because all star. Because last time I was there was 25 years. So 25 year reunion. Next 25 years, I probably won't be here. They didn't give me no kind of help or nothing. They didn't invite me to a cocktail party. They invite me to the game. They uh, Sunday brunch. They uh, had Jesse Jackson and um, Carmelo Anthony. They didn't invite me to the historic Black College. They didn't invite me to nothing. The coach nothing. They wouldn't call me back. They didn't even give me no t- two tickets. They didn't give me a T-shirt or even a key change. Nothing. What? And I talked to them. I talked to them nine months in advance, and they didn't give me nothing. Take care of your people. You gotta take care of your people. Well, they got somebody had nothing to do with basketball, courtside, this and that, da da da, this and that. So, yeah, I called the commission office, but you know, he he didn't call back. He did the Geno. He didn't call back. But when they had when when that thing happened to guard in 2017, I I, I stayed in New York three extra days just to meet with him. But he didn't grant mm-hmm. me when he came to Cleveland. Wow. So yeah, interesting. It's a I don't think I've ever heard that part. So. Thankful for that information. I'm yeah. in Cleveland right now, man, and it's dreary. I live yeah, in Florida. I want to go home, but I mean, this was the, this was a good. Like, I came here for a reason, you know. Uh, you know, for work. But I mean, what is there even to do? Like, where should I have dinner? I don't know. I mean, you don't have to answer that. Actually, we'll, we'll ask more important questions. Cleveland, <laughs> I don't care. No, it's no. a lot of good hey, restaurants Chuck. in Cleveland. Just hey, Google Chuck. top ten restaurants. Yeah, Zeke. Charlotte, before uh, Charles, I'm gonna need that DM. I'm gonna need that DM. We, we got a lot of people in. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We're gonna. Get, I was about to get to the people. I promise. Yeah. Well, well also, to. also talk about Ocal Hunger and uh, yep. also his upcoming book. Yes. Um. No, the book out. It ain't upcoming. It's out. It's been out. It's been it out for out. like Sorry, a year. I apologize. It is out. It's okay. 
You um, sound Carl, like T. You, you sound to... like T. You sound like TNT now. <laughs> I'm making sure to talk about. It. I apologize. I got a little, a little ahead of myself. He's he, he just doing his due diligence, just making sure you know you, you get but, your love, Charles. That's all. Um, that's all right. We talk about the last <laughs> and Oak Out Hunger. Um, Charles, how did you get started in Oak Out Hunger? I would love to hear more. Um. I, well, I've been doing Oak Out Hunger for the last three to four years in my foundation, and uh, my partner Bo. With the wagerscore.com, and we just go around to different cities. Um, you know, we went to Phoenix this year for the Super Bowl. We went to um, St. Vincent de Paul, the shelter. We fed like 5,000. Last year, we went to the Super Bowl. We fed 1,200. You know, so we go to different cities. We do a promotion. We just try to give back, try to get people a hot meal, let people know that people care for them. And then All Star Weekend, both of my partners we went around the city of Cleveland, different high schools, you know, talking to them, giving speeches, you know. So we just go where we can when we out. We try to show love, and uh, you know, we just try to you know go especially to these colleges now and tell kids, uh, you know, be sponsored gambling with uh, score dot com. You know, understand that if it ain't if it ain't in your pocket, don't try to bet it. Don't use your parents' credit card, and they next thing they know they can't pay their bills. So we just bet smart. Don't go out here and do something that don't make your parents happy. Mm. And how do uh, how do people get involved if they want to get involved? Well, you just got to go to okahonger.com, um, uh, my foundation, uh, wage to score. Any kind of link we got, you can always leave uh, inbox, and we'll get back to you. Awesome. We're going to open up it to the people that are coming up for questions. Uh, Again, we're going to just be respectful. Otherwise, we're going to remove you. Um, Yeah, let's 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 get into that portion right now. uh, Before before we go to someone, we're going to go. I think Jacob's going to go first. Then we'll go Rails, Billy, Brutus and everyone. But um, Charles, just before Jacob goes really quickly, um, can you talk? Actually, Maybe after Zeke, I'll touch on the we'll touch on the book after Jacob. No problem, no problem. We're already okay. on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Jacob, your question. You're up, man. Hey, what's going on? What up, Oak? What's happening? Hey, man. I so like we're watching Miami in the finals, and like obviously you were there, you know, on the classic '90s Knicks teams. You think if the Knicks and Riley had had been able to work something out, you think the last 25 plus years, what's been happening for the Heat, would have happened for the Knicks, or do you think something else would have gone wrong? No, I think with Pat Riley and Board and George, he he know how to he know all the ins and out, uh the eyes, you know, dot the T's, eyes dot across the T's. I mean, he got all the expertise of basketball. He can get you there. Um he can hold guys accountable. And I think that's why Miami is doing what they're doing. He got some you know, he always gets some guys who was let go or somebody didn't give him a chance to bring along and and he's been doing this for years. Uh, you know, in New York, we did it with Mason and did it with Stocks, but we just we went to the final, but we didn't win. But uh, he know how to get to there. He know how to build teams. You got to give, give him his flowers what he had done over his career from L.A. to New York to Miami. You still have to give him his flowers. Sometimes it's some things he maybe should do, don't do, but he do eight things out of ten and two things maybe wrong. So, so it's hard to really throw him on the bus. Appreciate it, Oakley. Appreciate the answer. You're, you're a legend. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're gonna go Brutus, to... what's going on? Yeah. Hey, what's happening, family? How's everybody doing? Hey, Big Oak, how's, he, how's everything, brother? I'm good. How you doing? 
Hey, man, I, I I just want to shout you out. I'm going to talk about some stuff other than basketball, mainly. Um, I, I met you in a in a, uh, a airport one time. This is way back because I'm around your age. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. we're in that same age category. So I went through the whole 90s, Nick. So you were so kind to us in the airport, took pictures, everything like that. Um, and, and I appreciate you for that. Um, also, um you know, hung out with Mace in a club one time. So I know that you guys were, and God bless him, man. But how how was uh, your relationship, man? Was you and Mace re- close? And and could you tell us some things about a uh, story about you and Mace or something of that nature? Mace was a, he he was he was something else in the club, though. I could tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, me and Mace back in the days. Uh yeah. Me and Mace, we hung tight. Uh, we did a lot. You know, he's from New York. His parents, mom, and brothers. It's kids. I know all of them. Uh, we used to hang out. Uh, we just, you know, we we enjoyed ourselves, but we knew what. Um, we know we had to go to work every day, and we didn't take it for granted. Uh, because we was in New York, we still had like respect for the game. And I think now, for us, like, I ain't hanging out. We did, when we did hang out, might have been summertime or after game. But we just know if we gonna play somebody, we not gonna hang out at one or two in the morning like this new generation do. They come in and hang out four or five in the morning. We didn't <laughs> go for right. that. That's I found right. out, guys. If I found out a guy hung out three or four in the morning, I'm going to him before the game. So I'm gonna say, yeah, disrespect me again. So we we were gonna <laughs> let them know we didn't play that shit. You ain't coming to yes, New York. You coming to summertime in the party, not during the season. Exactly, man. <laughs> so appreciate you for coming on and All doing right. this, man. And and you know, keep doing your thing, man. We love you, man. Peace and love. All right, go get that book, The Last Enforcer. Yes, got you, got got you brother. Check out the Last Enforcer. I think we're gonna actually um. We're gonna. I think someone's doing a giveaway um, for the last enforcer, so we'll definitely talk touch about it. But we're gonna get to a couple more speakers, and then we will talk about the book because I definitely want to hear. Because I actually read a, um, I read a little bit of it, and I have questions about it. But we're gonna go to. Yeah, I got some of them TNT guys in that book too. Yeah. Oh, oh I did not get that. So I didn't get to that okay. part. Okay. <laughs> you didn't get to that. If you didn't get to that part, you ain't read the book. That's the first yes, chapter. I did. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't, don't, hey, they said you, you hey, lost. They, they, they said don't raise your hand unless you can answer the question. Okay. I read the, <laughs> I read over the weekend yesterday. I'm, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. So. <laughs> um, we're gonna go to Rails next. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, Oak Man. God bless you, man. God bless you with all your endeavors. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, my, question, it. my question to you is: Do you think Tibbs is the coach for right now? And what um, kind of job you think he did so far? And who would you like to see the Knicks actually get in the foreseeable future for coaching style-wise? Well, I think Tibbs doing a good job. Uh, I mean, a lot of times people always say Tibbs uh, wears guys out, this and that. But if you look at the playoff, what Jim are doing, a few other teams, you got to play the top seven, eight guys. You just don't play. You don't play guys just to be playing them. You know, you got to keep your core guys – and look at Denver. They core guys playing. They playing two two guys on the bench, maybe five to ten minutes a game. But they keep their core. When you play your core, they know one another. They they know what you can do on the court. So Denver doing it the best I ever owned playing seven guys and, and being efficient and and working. You know Miami, you know go eight nine ten because some Denver beating them up. So tip. I mean, it's hard. I mean, what do what do you got to bring? To, for these younger guys, I think that I mean I like the Mark Jackson back in the days. I like Sam Gasell. It's some you know it's some guys floating out there. If you will get younger coach who played the game, won championship, Sam Gasell, 
Mark Jackson, you know, as they say, put Golden State together, didn't get a chance to finish. So, I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to see what T.F. do next year. Next year is an important year. Uh, next two years, I mean, you don't get but one window in three or four years with your, with your core guys. Right. And you look what Boston, you know, what they doing, you know, they was there last year. This year, you know, you didn't get back. Look what look what uh, Phoenix did. They went to the championship. Then last year they lost to Dallas. And this year they go home in the second round. Right. So you can say all you want. We need another piece. But when you start, you let the top and start going down. You need a lot of pieces. So yeah. I I just hope they whoever they do these bring these guys back to let them play another year, a full year together, and they might surprise everybody. You know, right now. Everybody will say, well, let's just do this, let's do that. No, just bring them back and let's see what happens next year. No, yeah, I, I like the continuity, I, I, too. No, I definitely agree with you. And, and my last question, and thank you, Stan, Zeke, and Charlotte. Um, people, a lot of people here on Nick's Twitter want to trade Julius Randle and said that Obi Toppin could do exactly what Randle's doing. Do you agree or disagree? Um, I mean, my thing, when I say Obi Toppin, you see, like, he's just offensive-minded. Both of them offensive-minded. Uh I think Julius handled the ball better for his half court. Obi Top is just more of a three point lob shooter, but he athletic. I mean, you never know when you give a guy a chance. And he haven't had a chance to play consistent thirty five minutes, ten games and fifteen games in a row. So you can't I mean you're going by judgment, you sign him and trade sign him to a long term to say and, and trade Julius the next year. But I don't know. I mean, he's younger, he's more excited, but Julie's a two-time All-Star in four year, five years, four years. Mm-hmm. Resume building. Appreciate you. Yep. Um, Love you, brother. Love you we're going to go now. One more speaker, and then we'll do a question about the book. I actually wrote my question down, Charles, so I, to prove to you that I actually read the book. Anyways, um, we're going to Now, go you don't have to prove it to me. Prove it to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, take take the Amazon. Joke, let's move on. Prove it to Amazon. Where we at next? Where we at next? We're gonna go next to uh, Billy. Man, peace and blessings to the room. Oh, and it's an honor to speak to you, man. One of my favorite Knicks of all time. Uh, thank you, thank hey, you. I got a two part question. Uh, one, uh, Rails actually took one of my questions about Tibbs. But uh, one, um, is there anybody in the league that you would love to see in a Knicks uniform today? And two, what's the biggest thing that you can change that you wish you can change, like uh, the way the NBA is played to, for when you played? Okay, what player would I like to see in New York? Would I, would I get rid of one of the players on the team? Yeah, yeah. If you just make any move, if you just uh-uh. make any move and have anybody okay. in Knicks uniform, and and what's the one style of play, the one rule you hate today as opposed to when you played? Well, I'm gonna go with this since. They can get rid of Mitchell Robinson. I wouldn't mind seeing the Joker for and 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 um and Bronson. That one two puncher, like Murray and um Joker. That'd be a nice one two punch in New York. Uh for what would I change from when I played to now? Um I don't, I mean I don't know if like if the guy's hungry enough every night. Some of them, you know, they come out, well, this and that and um Low managing and all this and that. I I, I want to know what their mindset is. Do they love the game? That's all I want to do. These guys love the game. Are they just playing because they're getting money? And, and it's a, it's more about showmanship now. Yeah, I appreciate. It. I agree. Great I question. Man. I appreciate that, uh, Oakley man. Peace and blessings, your endeavors, man. Again, one of my favorite Knicks of all time, man. Honored to ask you a question. Appreciate it. 
Hey, there thank you. Go. Thank you. Um, Charles, I got a question about your book. Um, yeah. So you talk a little bit about um, gaining respect in the league back in the ninety, the nineteen nineties of the NBA, and how like fighting for loyalty and respect and all you touch upon that on all of your book. But there was an interesting comment that um, Scotty Pippen actually talked about with um, Michael Jordan, how he's not the best. I think he said something about how he's not the best player in the NBA or something. I don't know. Someone can remind me of what exactly he said, but do you think it's as hard as to get loyalty and respect in the league now than it was in the back, in the back in the 1990, in the nineties? It's easy to get it now. Average 25 points and 10 rebounds, 5 assists, you're all-star, and they're going to put you on a milk card. I think it was a lot harder back in our day to get the respect, you know. And look what Michael went through with, with the Isaiah incident and the all-star, with the Gerber and the Magic. They was, you know, they didn't want him to get his flowers, and he got them anyway. They would play selfish. They, they tried to freeze him out. Uh, but it was tough, though. It was it was a tougher, tougher mindset back then, too, so... You had to be on your P's and Q's at all times. Wasn't no come in, lot of gagging. No, they they would go at your head. So it was definitely tougher back then. Now, just like, you know, they they give you a, a chance to make mistakes, you know, um, because they want to market you. Like the John Morant thing with the NBA, if the commission would have gave him 30 games from the get-go, this wouldn't have happened the second time. And he, he was too, uh, you, you got Pippen asking about if if saying that MJ's a bad player. I was just taken aback by Scotty's comments. Oh man, that's a, that's a trash statement. Like, come on, do we even need to? No, I know. Well, I, know. I mean, what Scotty? You know, like I said, you got to live with what you say. I mean, right? I, like I said about Donald Trump, you got to live with what you say because people <laughs> when you when you say stuff these days, either you got a picture or somebody recorded. So, you can't mm-hmm. say you didn't say it, but some people can set stuff and still get away with it. I don't think Scotty can... I, I don't think Scotty can say what he said and get away with it, but Donald Trump can say something and get away with it because it's uh-huh. Donald Trump. But, He's the but, president. That's why he, they couldn't impeach him. He's but, the president. Before Charlotte goes, we, uh, we have gone over a little bit. We do have time for one more question. We are going to try and set this up again. Uh, I know everybody has a lot of questions from the next. Well, y'all might not say that again. I'm talking about Trump. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Try, wait, 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 this is sports. This is sports. My man. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Hey, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm doing what TNT do now. My man. You're, you're all, that's getting chopped and clipped. I'm throwing some wood. I'm throwing some wood on the fire. Let it burn. It's okay. Oh my god. So, so, so go my ahead guy. and pick, pick the last person to ask the question, and then uh, we'll head out and close up shop. But appreciate everybody uh, coming in. Uh, Okay. Stop into our betting space that's going to be happening right after this show. So go ahead, Charlotte. I don't know who to pick. <laughs> if you don't pick them, they're going to block you. Yeah, either way, we're going to lose. Yeah, hey, but... pick the one that got the signs that make America great again. We're going to go. I'm going to not make yeah, anybody upset and pick a lady because nobody I... could be mad at a. Yeah, and Charlotte, that's you no... great minds. Mind. We're gonna do another Go thing, Charles. I promise, guys. You'll be asking. You'll be able to ask questions. But um, E, you're up. Charles, okay. Sorry, bro. Thank you for coming on the space. Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you, Stan. Thank you for bringing a Knicks legend who made all of us Knicks fans. Well, at least me. Um, my one question, which is already a little bit asked, is if you owned the team, what were the three changes that you make day one? Ooh. Day day one. I'll probably get a new um uh, I mean if I own the team. Um uh, I think Rose is doing a good job. Second off, um 
you know, just I, I well, like I said, if, if I own the team, oh man, that's a tough one because, like I said, it's hard to throw them on the bus because they went to the second round of the playoff. I would love to see the guys. No, 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 but somebody back? like you that really played basketball in the '90s that didn't do all the flopping that really worked right. hard. That's what I Oh, you're going to change for the game or change for the team? No, no, change for the team, but somebody that understands basketball, not like all the players well, that play today. Sorry. Oh, uh, well, I, hey, speak to mine. But no, I mean, I think, like I said, they get away because Mr. Robinson, he can cover up a lot of stuff for the guys. But I, they just got to run it back. Um, I think the fans been great this year. Um, you can't say the fans didn't show up and show out. Um, now the fans, they, and it's on the playoffs. The players now they got to look at what the fans come out all in the playoff and show them all them love. Like the players got to get more. That's all I'm gonna say. The players need to get more. I think that you know, like I said, you made some trades late season. Uh, they jail with Hart. So I mean, I think I, I let a ride like this for another year, another year only. If they don't do it next year, then I'll break up everything. Mm. Thank you so much. You're a legend. We all love you, New York. You're amazing. Right. You should be at the Garden all the time. I don't know yeah. what they did to you. You. I've been. I, really I've been banned. I've been banned from the Garden. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we wish you were there. We wish you were there. That's some bullshit. But it's all good. It's absolute bullshit. But yeah, yeah. yeah. we love you, Oak. And um, I. I know uh, you, you got to get going. Um, otherwise, we love to get to a couple more people. So, well, I, I, as long as they're the fans, I'm good. I can, I don't mind waiting. I'm good. Okay, so so, so let's go. Next? Can I go next? We'll have y'all, three more. Y'all, we'll, we'll do y'all, three y'all more. Y'all ain't get no text. Y'all ain't get no text about what I said about Trump, did y'all? No, nah, not yet. But we're probably gonna get banned later. Elon's gonna ban us later because okay, that's his boy. Okay, relax, relax. <laughs> how many, Charles? How many more? You want like two? Is that it's good? cool? Okay. I mean, I, I, you got me, so hey, I'm not never hey. gonna cut off. I ain't oh, gonna cut short for a Oh, my man. So, yeah. let, 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 so, 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 we gonna run through a panel there, Charles. You, you gonna, look, somebody gonna give me an inch. I'm gonna take him out. Go ahead. So, look, take, we gonna no, go. Don't uh, take him out. Take a hundred yards. <laughs> take a hundred nah, yards. I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you, brother. I'm messing okay. with you. Come on. Come on. We'll, we'll do three more. We'll do three more. Um, All right. Toddy has been the next longest. Toddy. Sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. What Charles Walker? Toddy, going twice okay. now. Yes, Toddy. Hey, Charles, how are you? My name is Toddy. How you doing? I'm good. How about you, sir? How you doing? Uh, I'm good. I think you probably answered this question already. Um, so, what do you think the Knicks have to do uh, to to win a championship? Because it's been 50 years since they won a, t- a title. Yeah. Well, I think they just bring the squad back. I think they showed they showed they can play. Uh, they had a good season late, you know, second half at the All Star. They showed that they was gelling, and I think that in Miami series, I just don't know how they – Miami got to them some kind of way. Miami played their game. Miami got physical with them, and I think they they wasn't ready for that challenge because everybody in the NBA seemed to play on a just a crude move, you know, like not really hard, hard, but Miami get up in your face. They're going to guard you. They're going to make it They're gonna make it tough for you. But I think – you know, they just bring the team back and realize that, hey, we let one go. They let this year go because they could have beat that. I happen to beat Miami in five. Miami is not that talent, but like I said, they play tough. So I guess tough gets you a long way in life. That's how we played in the 90s. We didn't take no match, but sometimes at the end of the day, we the Bulls had more talent. They had the best player always win. So it's just one of them things. But uh, they need to run it back. Like I said, I think they're going to show people like next year that they should win between 52 55 games. Hmm. Okay. Wow. 
I mean, nice. with the Josh Hart, and yeah, I think we win more games if a Josh Hart is there. We'll go to um, Smooth, and then what? Uh, you pick the last person, Charlotte. Charlotte, you make people mad. I'm not gonna make the last person mad. No, it, the, I have. I actually wrote because people actually get mad at me when I don't write down. I actually wrote down who came to the space first. It's James. Then I think Ari. That's what it says on my sheet. And, okay, so no, you guys be mad James, at Charlotte. This has James, nothing to do with me. Okay, okay. I wrote it down. It's first, go to James first. I'm doing it on the order of who requested, guys. I'm sorry. James. Hey, everyone. This space has been amazing. It's an honor that I get to ask uh, Oakley a question quick and talk to him. Charles, I just want to say real quick before I get to my question, uh, as a young Knicks fan, I didn't get the chance to watch you or the 90s Knicks. Uh, I regret it in a way. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was just uh, the thing about you, that I, in my opinion, is you can't tell the story about the NBA without mentioning Charles Oakley because you're one of the defining players of your yeah. That's an honor. Thank you. Well Thank said. You. Well said. I, I, I wish the commission thought like that, but go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that really sucks to hear about that. I wish they Yeah, that was, that was some bullshit, uh, but it's okay. Yeah, but Charles, my question to you is you talked about some of the Knicks, what you think about them, the current Knicks, and uh, I wanted to see, do you have a relationship with any of the current Knicks, or is there anybody that you would want to reach out to maybe to just like train with or uh, give some advice? Something like that. I mean, I, I knew I, me and Jules. I mean, know some of the same people, but we really was supposed to go to dinner a couple of times. I want to really pick his, you know, man about some things and being in New York and you know embrace the city. Uh, it's a real city. The fans gonna let you know it. You gotta be, you gotta be humble. Just play your game. I mean, we all we ain't gonna play eighty two games great, but just play hard and show the passion. But I just, you know, hope the guys just don't be there because of New York, the, all the lights and everything shining. Just say, it's, it's for real. New York is for real. That's why I tell everybody, you know, no matter what, the city's for real. The fans going to be real. So if you if you got soft skin, this and that, this ain't the city to be in. Agreed. Yes, sir. Got to be able to handle the media. If you can't, then you're not right for the job. Well said. Um, well said. We're going to go next to uh, uh, Ari. What's up, Charles? Stan. Hey, what's happening? Great what's going on, my guy? Charles, what's up, man? Uh, you, I met you when I was I met you when I was seven years old in the parking hey. garage Okay. The with my dad. Okay. And, my uh, man. That was the first. You were the first professional athlete I ever met in person. But um, two quick questions. Um, number one, just out of curiosity, who was the toughest person that you individually had to guard throughout your career? Like power forward type player, who was the hardest one that you had to guard? Is is part A? And, and then, yeah, I'll let you go answer ahead. that. No, oh, okay, I, I have to go. But my thing when I'm playing for as toughest and big, I mean, Shaq was probably one of the biggest. Uh, Mikael, Mikael was the one that skill in the post. But I didn't look at it like that. But I would look at it. I had to go out there and make sure that this guy wasn't getting 30, 40 points or. Just, you know, keep him out the paint, play tough, you know, put a body on him. Uh, I didn't look at nobody because my job every night, I played the same way 82 games. I had to check somebody. I had to play defense. I had to rebound. I had to take charges. So I didn't have a cute game. I'm not, you know, I'm diving for rebounds. So I just played the game whatever it calls for that night, you know. So I just played hard. Right. For the second one. And the second one is what was your favorite moment being a Nick? Favorite moment. Famous moment is uh, 93, 94. We, you know, go to the NBA Finals. I mean, we didn't win it, but that was one of the best moments. And, and, you know, 
Um, I thought we had it against Houston, but um, we laid it out, went seven. We, you know, went down to the last two or three possession of a game. And, hey, what can you say? Uh, if you look at Denver, that's what they're good at, the last two minutes of a game. Uh, they, they're real efficient, and that's what you have to be to win a championship. Hmm. Thank you, Charles. Good question. All right, thank you. Um, we'll do one last one to uh... – Who goes smooth? Hey, what's good, everybody? Uh, appreciate you. How you uh, doing? Charlie. What's going on, Charles? It's an honor to meet you, sir. Uh, you thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, I, I wish you was back at the garden, bro. You know, we need you back yeah. at the garden. We need uh, the energy. I, I, I miss that energy, too. I miss walking in and, you know, the fans just embracing. And, you know, that's why when I played, I played with my heart. And I, I try to leave it all on the court because I know y'all, when y'all come to the game, the huff and buff, like when y'all come to the game, it's like me playing the full because you go through a lot. You got to park, you got to pay, you got to rock in, you line. So that's how I took the attitude on the court. I was a fan playing on the court. Oh, solid. Uh, so my question to you is, um, who who has been your greatest inspiration uh, growing up and becoming the person that you have? Because a lot of people, it's it's different. Uh, but yes, for you, yes. who did you look up to the most uh, growing up? Uh, as you became the great player that you were? Well, it's all started with my grandfather. And like, you know, you get, if, if you read my book or get the book, it's all started with him, how he was and with people and how hard he worked and never, never complained about work and just worked more and more. And that's where I got my work happen from and respect, you know, uh, just come from the family, you know. Always respect people because when you do disrespect some, you never know what will happen in return. So... But my family always been a giving family from my grandfather up to my mom, and we always try to help people. So that's what I've been about all my life, and that's why that's why I wrote this book to let people know all all walks of my life, not in the NBA. It's about family situation and how consistent I've been with my career from day one to now. You know, I get a lot of slack about I said this and said that, but I tell everybody I never had to do press conference about nothing I said, so I must be right. Mm. Good wow. question to end off. What, what, what an honor. And uh, what's the name of your book? I would love to buy the book. The Last Enforcer. It's called The Last Enforcer, and the first chapter is about Charles Barkley. Okay, thank you. Uh, thanks for the time. Appreciate you guys. I, so in my, my books, in my books, I get all the trash out of the way early. So Charles Barkley in the first chapter. <laughs> <laughs> so TNT is out the window. <laughs> Read the book. It's really great. Um. This was a great space. Um, Charles, I hope that we can honor. have you on again. It was a complete honor to have you on a space. Shout out to Wagerwire, Zeke, and others that have made this possible for this space to happen. Um, hopefully, we can do this again. I would love to have Charles because I would love to pick his brain about more stuff on the NBA. But um, that's going to probably, Zeke, right? That's going to end it here, I think, right? Yep, Pretty yep. Sure? Just, just uh, you know, don't forget to check out App. At App Wager Score, uh, for you know the people that hooked us up with Charles, they're going to be helping with responsible gaming. Wagerwire, follow them. Go to their website, put in your email, check out their charts. Millions of people have seen them, guys. A lot of people are starting to know what Wagerwire is. So appreciate everybody coming in. Thank you so much, Charlotte. Thank you so much, Stan, and thank you so much, Charles, for setting this all up and having an amazing space. You guys are great. Yes, Charles. I'm gonna. All right, thank you. Yep. And Charles, I, I, I'll need that DM I, I, for I, dinner I, later. I'll need the DM for dinner later. I need to know where to go. I try to keep it clean as I could, but, you know, <laughs> I try to keep it clean.
Hey, I, 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 don't worry. I'm sure people will put on the timeline quote and then not even uh, tag where it came from. Anyways, that's okay. That's okay. Anyways, thanks guys for joining. Appreciate everyone. Charles, thank you again. Let's hope we can do this again soon. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Bye. All right. Thank you. <laughs>